Whew. Hello, people. It's been a quick minute since the last time I uploaded anything. Really, there's no excuse. I could lie about it, but why would I? I've really just been so distracted this past month that I kind of fell off the bandwagon a little bit. Um, but anyway, I'm getting back into it again. I'm recording, I'm editing, I'm getting people on, I'm hitting people up. So thank you if you stuck around to hear me have random conversations with strangers. Uh, welcome to Can You Tell Me A Story podcast. Today's conversation is with Chris. It's a very laid back, chill vibe, if you will, using 17 year old language. Uh, uh, as usual, you know, we talk about everything. Nothing is scripted. Everything was organic. And I think the one takeaway from this episode is to stop taking things for granted. That includes your time. That includes the people around you. That includes your personal projects, creative projects that's going on, your hobbies, and of course your work. Don't take those for granted because time's running out guys and uh you you hear how me and chris get into it we talk about loss um of our loved ones and uh, of course i personally i need to start taking my own advice as well that's why i'm consciously uh planning to make time for this podcast in the past i just kind of let the motivation drive me to do this project but I realized that's really not sustainable in the long run so and I really want this to last for a long time you know it's it's the most interesting thing that I've ever started or done in my whole life so far uh, so I wanted to keep going Chris physically he's 17 years old but I think he has the wisdom of a 40 year old 50-year-old? 60-year-old? Let's not get too crazy. Uh, but I learned a lot from our chat, and I hope you do too. Chris, if you're listening to this, I hope you had fun as well. Thank you for showing up, being present, being raw, being honest, and, and just sharing about your life and your stories. Please enjoy. Bye-bye. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm chilling. I guess it's like raining the whole day. Oh, we have we have hail where I am. So where are you at? I'm in Canada right now. Okay, it's probably freezing there. Uh, where are you then? I'm in New York. New York. Yeah. So uh, it gets pretty cold there too. Not so bad. Mm-hmm. It's actually getting pretty bad. And yesterday, like the past two days, I was kind of going out. And because, you know, all of the restaurants are kind of on lockdown mode. 
So yeah. sometimes I had to like eat outside and it's just the worst experience. <laughs> and your hands are all cold and everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but anyway, like, thanks for doing this with me. I know it's like very last minute. The person that I was supposed to do, uh, to do this episode with actually backed out last minute. So I figure I'll just post something on Reddit and see who respond <laughs> to it. <laughs> Well, yeah, I was just chilling and it, like, I just, I never seen anything like it. Seems like a pretty cool idea. So I decided just why not give it a shot? Oh, thanks. I, I'm glad you like the idea. Are you like usually a really spontaneous guy? Uh, yeah, I'll just like, I'm pretty last minute planning. Like I, I don't, I don't like to plan things ahead of time. That's a, that's a good thing. I feel like you sound kind of young. I feel like we might be the same age. I'm 17. Oh, you're so okay. No, you're way younger than me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am. I guess. How old are you then? M- make a guess since you can like see my see? face. Uh, 22? Eh, almost there. I'm like 24. <laughs> okay. You look pretty young, so. Oh, yeah. I know. I think it's more of like the Asian genes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, wait, so were, were you born in um, Canada? Well, I was born in Canada, but like most Canadians aren't, well, at least in the area I'm in, we're not actually like Canadian, Canadian. Canada is like very multicultural. So I'm uh, ethnically Egyptian. Cool. Oh my God. Now I really want to see your face. I mean, <laughs> so because the Sorry thing about is, that. I'm just curious. I know you don't have to like put your face on, but I'm curious, like, is it because you're afraid that I'll put it online or something? no no it's just like i'm a mess like i just woke up like an hour ago and everything like, <laughs> and my wi-fi is pretty spotty so once i turn the video on i don't know what's gonna happen oh okay okay gotcha are you a pretty late sleeper like yeah like last night i went to bed around five and uh, what i don't yeah. know how you kids i'm gonna call you guys kids <laughs> but i don't know how you do it like i'm only 24 but i sleep at nine ten like there's not much to do around here these days so it's like what do you what what do you have to do to like 5 a.m well the only thing the only i'm normally not a late sleeper mm-hmm. normally i sleep around like 11 or 12 which i guess is later than you still but uh i had some homework that i had to get in for school so oh an all okay. nighter I understand. Yeah, the yeah. person I was supposed to do it with, he's also in school, still in college. And yeah. so he was like, oh, my God, I like slept at four. And like, <laughs> because of schoolwork, everyone's just dumping a lot of stuff on him. So, yeah. But how are you coping with school now with the pandemic and all? Well, I don't know the well, I, I hear the news, but I don't know, like, how your schools look like in America right now. Mm-hmm. But here we have like combinations of in-person and online classes. Okay. Oh, it's like half and half. Well, mainly online. Like me personally, I go to class like twice a week. So I have two Mm. classes in person a week and the rest are online. I mean, I'm kind of glad like I've been working for maybe a year and a half now. Yeah. So You know, a lot of people, like at least the adults, they always tell us like, 
you're gonna miss school when you graduate and all that but i'm i'm glad i'm not there yet like i don't <laughs> like i miss my friends and my professors but i don't really miss the whole curriculum of school so you went to college or university or yeah so i a little bit of a backstory i'm from singapore so okay, yeah. i came to new york um for school just for college and then yeah. I found a job here. So I've pretty much been here maybe four or five years. So what did you study? Economics. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like, what, what about you? Are you kind of in the same realm? Well, I'm, I'm a high school senior still, so. Oh, yeah, but like, do you have fight. any? I feel like no. when you're 17, 18, people pretty much know what, like either science track or arts track, you know? Yeah, no, I'm one of those people, like, I know what I don't want, but I don't know what I want. <laughs> so that's, that's honestly, like, a good part of the decision, knowing what you don't want. Yeah. So, but, so what do you not want? <laughs> I don't want to go into medicine or engineering. When I was younger, maybe, like, 15, 16, like, I really wanted to take the doctor track. But mm -hmm. then I realized I sucked in biology and chemistry. <laughs> And then I was like, oh, forget it. Like, yeah. I wanted to be um, a psychiatrist. Uh. And, and then my mom was like, you know, Gladys, if you can't help them, you join them. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was just like, yeah, forget about it. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I'll just do like the normal track of economics. Economics, yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh, or psychology. I wanted to do that too. I'm considering going in, but. I come from like a, like my mom is pretty, like she's still culturally Egyptian and over mm. there that it's like one of those cultures where you have to be like a doctor, lawyer, engineer, pharmacist, one of those things. You it's guys like are my, pretty much aligned with the Asian yeah. culture, right? <laughs> Anything <laughs> like, else you don't, you're not worth as much or your job's yeah. not good yet. Exactly. Or like a lawyer, like finance. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. I I mean I hope you're not pressured like I when I think back when I'm 17 the parental pressure was the biggest thing that was on my mind. I mean the pressure for me is like I don't like any of the main jobs like maybe I'll consider law but like even then I'm not I'm not trying to spend eight years in school mm -hmm. after high school. Okay, so, so you're pretty much like me. We yeah. we just want to get in and get out. <laughs> yeah, I've been in school my whole life. I'm I'm ready to move on. Maybe four or five years more, right? Yeah, like get a bachelor's degree or something. But uh, mm -hmm. are you a traveler? I enjoy traveling, but I haven't had the opportunity to travel as much as I would like. Okay, I I imagine like you want to get out of Canada when you want to pursue um your studies well i i, I want to live in canada i guess i i think it's i think it's good here but uh okay. i i want to experience other places you know um, mm -hmm. i understand yeah like i when i was in singapore i i lived there pretty much my whole life like till 18 mm -hmm. and i like I don't know if you've been to Singapore it's super no, no. small it, yeah. and you, you can pretty much get from one end to the other in like an hour and a half by train <laughs> so so it's like I think I've reached that point of stagnation where I was just like 
you've seen yeah. everything. Yeah, like I've seen everything. It's time for a change. And I was privileged enough to um, be able to come here to yeah. work and live. So, yeah, thank, thank God for that. Hopefully it won't disappear. <laughs> <laughs> Canada's like the opposite. It's so big, but there's nothing. there's not really much to see. Like, Dude, you guys have beautiful nature, like sceneries I mean, around you. When you've seen it enough times, like the first few times, it's like, wow. And then the, after that, it's like, I want to see like not snow involved in the nature, you know? Oh, yeah, that's so true. Oh, my God. You're kind of, you remind me like of my mom. Like My mom is like, so she's been everywhere. Like, mm-hmm. for example, she went to China, like the Great Wall. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, you know, it's just a wall. <laughs> I was like, it's just a wall. Or like... Um, oh, also the Niagara Falls. Oh yeah, but he was just like, it's just a body of water. Like it's not much. <laughs> I was like, mom, this is like <laughs> one of the wonders of the world. Wait, is it one of the wonders of the world? Niagara. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. Oh sure. no, no, Great Wall. Great Wall is one of the ones. Oh yeah, yeah. But not um, not Niagara. But still, it's a pretty phenomenal <laughs> thing to it's, see. It's like an hour away from where I live, Niagara. Mm-hmm. And, like, as a family, as a kid, like, we've been, like, almost once a year we go. So, like, it gets boring after a while. Like, it's, yeah. like, like some things are really good, but when you when you get too much of it, it's, like, eh, I'm not sure. Yeah, it seems like the kind of thing that you should only see once and then <laughs> let it rest for a little bit and then see it again. <laughs> yeah, maybe take some pictures. So, that's, that's all you need. Like, you don't need to go once a year. Exactly. Yeah. Well, so what have you been up to during quarantine apart from school? Most of our, like, everything was locked down pretty intensely until about August for us Mm. here. Yeah. And um, so basically once things started opening up, we, like, I started meeting my friends, like, at parks, outdoors and stuff. And and then, but recently we've had, like, a a bigger spike. Mm Mm-hmm. Like we were, we were down around eighty cases a day in oh God. August, and now we're up to around a thousand a day. So now I'm like, damn. Yeah. My brother, I live with my brother, by the way, and he actually just told me to expect like a second lockdown for the winter in about mm-hmm. two weeks. So, yeah, I'm just trying to meet. Well, for me, I don't know about you. I'm curious, but for me. I do better kind of like on one-on-one meetings anyway, or one to two people. So I'm just trying to like meet as many of them as possible before the second wave comes on. But what about you? Like, are you more of like a party of five or six? You know how some people, they're extroverts, they do better. Yeah, no, I'm not in. Actually, I'd say it's weird. Like when, before I started high school, or like even the first few years of high school, I was exactly that. I was like, I like going and meeting like 20 people at a time. But like about yeah. like a year or two ago, I was like, you know what? This is exhausting. And I, it is I really guess I, I flipped into like an introvert now. Like I only like meeting like one or two of my friends at a time. Other than that's like, it's too draining. Oh, so you did like a 180? Exactly. I did like <laughs> a complete flip. Oh, is that weird? Like, I just, I don't know why maybe... Well, you sound really mature. So I feel like as you grow up, you just don't, you just want to like get past the whole like small talk. 
I mean, and, yeah, small talk's pretty boring, so. Yeah, yeah. And I guess that's pretty much what you do when you're in a group of 10. <laughs> it's not like you have much chance to even, like, focus on one top because then somebody else brings something up and... Uh, and it's then yeah, the it's place. like you got, you just gotta like get your comment in. And yeah, then, like, <laughs> exactly. And once you have something to say, you got, and then somebody else starts talking, you gotta try to keep saying it over and over so you don't forget. Yeah. Oh my god, that's what I do too. <laughs> yeah. Are you usually on the uh, make new friends Reddit? I'd say not really. Okay. I actually had never been before the quarantine started. Mm. It's just quarantine not only did it like isolate you from people mm-hmm. but i feel like it showed some people's like who they actually are i don't know if you've experienced something like that yeah like um do you mean well when when you said that the first thing that comes to mind is more of like you kind of see how proactive people are in reaching out yeah like i like i had like before this i'd say i had like a good i lost like a good five friends over quarantine like who are Mm. fairly close because they just like without me reaching out or without seeing each other in school we just like would never talk and even if like i tried to reach out it was like not the same you know i like to call those friends convenient friends (laughs) yeah that that would would make sense yeah like the only reason why you you guys hang out is because of school right exactly like honestly it doesn't even take a quarantine like just um after graduation yeah you i mean just in like a couple weeks you can really tell i don't want to say like you know they're not real friends but it's more of like you're just there's not much of a connection there apart from school yeah you know it's like how much more can you talk about apart from the professors I'm sorry to hear that like that that really sucks but at least you know the ones to keep close yeah, to that, right that's the bright side some of yeah. them you can see like they make an effort to keep in contact and ask how you're doing and it's like those are the friends you want to you want to keep around you yeah exactly are you usually more of the one that's like reaching out to people I reach out to people like people like I haven't spoken in a long time and stuff but, like like on a daily basis I'm more of the the person who gets reached out to by my friends like my personality is more introverted and like I was gonna say so you're Mr. Popular (laughs) (laughs) no it's like my friends know that if they don't talk to me first they're probably not gonna get a response for like a weekend I'm gonna ask them like hey are you okay like I'm not the type of person who's gonna like call all my friends and say hey you want to do something like Oh man, why? Those are like the best people. Those I, are, yeah. I don't know what's your take on this, but for me, uh, wait, no, hang on. First of all, are you the kind that's like, I really want to talk to them, but like, I don't know how to, so I just don't do it anyway? A little bit of that and a little okay. bit of like, I don't really want to bother them either, like, you know? Mm-hmm. I was like that, and then I kind of made the decision that like, it's like, screw it, let's just send that text or call that person anyway because i just feel like it's a lot of wasted time just going back and forth in your head and making up conversations in your head it's like (laughs) why don't you just reach out to them so you can know you know you can get like feedback um yeah rather than just 
I feel like a lot of missed opportunities. So it takes one person to reach out. <laughs> yeah, like the glue of my friend group, I'd say, is that one person who's always calling everyone and saying, "Hey, you want to hang out? <laughs> you guys want to? You guys want to get on Facetime right now or something?" Exactly. Yeah, I I've been really lucky in terms of like meeting good people here.、Mm-hmm. So I actually, I don't know why, but like,、um, well, I do know why. It's because so one of my friends from Singapore, she has a friend who. Is also from Singapore, but she came here to work in New York, so she kind of linked us up, and then ever since、mm-hmm. then it's like the group of four of us, and we're like we're just like pretty chill with with each other. Like there's not really much of a fear that like oh you know if I reach out to them too much they're gonna like think I'm weird or something. Yeah, like we hang out more. Throughout、mm-hmm. this quarantine, just because we're not afraid to reach out to each other, it's really nice, you know, to have like a tight knit group of friends too. Yeah, yeah, but you have that. Yeah, I have, I'd say I have like a pretty tight group. Are most of your friends or all of your friends from high school? Um, I'd say some of them. I'd say about half are from the school. It's from my, my school that I go to, and I'd say the other half come from, well, like. Most of the Egyptian community and where I live are Christians, so we have a church.、Mm-hmm. So I'd say the other half comes from that church、oh, community. Oh, cool! Even like back in Singapore, even here, like、um, the Christian community is very tight. So that's I feel like that's like a common thing just across everywhere.、Mm-hmm. So that's really good. I I personally I'm not like a really religious person, so I'm a Buddhist.、Um, Because my my family was Buddhist is Buddhist,、uh, but we don't really have that kind of like religious community going on. Well, I don't I don't know much about Buddhism, but like, do you guys have like like in Christianity we have church every Sunday, and my church had like other programs that like we would have like get-togethers. I don't know if you guys have that as well or. Uh, you know, probably, but like, I don't really participate <laughs> in it. <laughs> yeah, I should, but I don't. The、hmm. only kind of、uh, the the only thing that we do is there's like a couple days throughout the year that we always have to go to the temple and pray and all that. Yeah, but、um, yeah, not so much like meeting new people in the in the community. Yeah, well. When you see people enough times, like once a week, every every week for like a few years,、mm-hmm. you start to meet some people. Exactly. Yeah, I've been thinking like throughout this quarantine with the whole like, do I believe in a god? Do, you know, I feel like every, per- I don't know if your parents had that, but like every person has their doubts. I mean, my mom or my parents would probably never admit it to me, but I'm pretty sure they've had it too. Mm-hmm. And even I've had it. Like, like I, I question it sometimes, but I don't know.、Yeah. I I think regardless of whether Christianity or Islam is right, like of course I believe in Christianity, but regardless, I think that there there's got to be something out there. Like I don't know how it all could have happened from nothing. Oh, like a higher spirit. Yeah, like、regardless、some sort of supernatural being. Being.、Mm, do you believe in ghosts? <laughs> ghosts, but not in the way that like, like not like spooky Halloween ghosts, like yeah, not like that. Okay, but like spirits. Yeah. Okay. 
sorry the the reason for that question um i don't know if you know like do you watch netflix a lot <laughs> uh every now and then yeah okay so you're not like a big tv person i guess i'm a tv person who like I found like three or four good shows that I'll just rewatch over oh and over again. Oh my god, same. Um, yeah. Because I've been, um, I just got onto the show called Haunting of Bly Manor. My friend was telling me about that, the horror show or something. Chris, you gotta watch it, man. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's nine episodes and I watched it like three times over and over again. Um it's just haunting. It is a little bit scary, but the, mm-hmm. the story is really, really good. There's like ghosts popping up here and there and spirits and stuff. So that's why I got it onto that topic. But Yeah, so my friend good. has been like begging me to watch it for like the past week or so because of Halloween and stuff. So Oh, it's true. Yeah, yeah. So what are you on right now? Like what do you watch? Well, uh, the last show I watched is Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I don't know if mm-hmm. you've... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not like... I I did like a couple seasons, but mm-hmm. it's more of like a let's watch it while we eat dinner type of show, you know? It's not something... Yeah, it's not like it. something you can sit down and watch for like five hours straight. Exactly, yeah. So I the the plot is... Like, it's kind of like a How I Met Your Mother type. Yeah. I'm like getting a feel of what you enjoy, like more comedy stuff, I guess. Yeah. Nice. So how did you get? To... Oh, sorry. I was gonna Go say ahead. I don't want this to be like an interview. <laughs> yeah, no, I was gonna ask you how you got the idea for the podcast in the first place, because. Oh, okay. So you know, I've always wanted to do one, like since years ago, like maybe four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. I've always fell in love with the idea of podcasting because, like. For some reason, when I listen to a podcast, I find that the guests that people bring on are more willing to lay their guard down and like share stuff that they normally wouldn't when you're like, hey, do a podcast with me. I don't know why. Maybe it's just because it's like more of a in-depth conversation that lasts maybe an hour, two hours. So I like that idea. And also, so because of the quarantine hit, I was like, I really want to meet new people. And I'm, I'm kind of an introvert too. Uh, so I thought this was like the best way, you know? Yeah. So so you didn't start this before quarantine. This was like, a, you had lots of time on your hands. So it was a COVID project. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. So how many episodes have you done? I've done 10. And then the last one I released was on, on October 4th. So I haven't been releasing one oh, for like a month now. Yeah. Um, so I was like, oh, shoot, I got to get back into it. But also because my brother has been like really busy with work the last few, the last month. So I didn't get a chance to record anything because I didn't want to, you know, disturb him because we live in the same apartment. Yeah. Uh, but now that he's over, like, I'm like, <laughs> it's time to get back into it. <laughs> So, so far, it's been pretty good. Like, people have been really responding well to it. And I had some um, really interesting conversations that I normally wouldn't if I was just stuck at home, like, not going out. I think another thing is, like, in a podcast, like, online, like, it's someone probably on, like, another, in another country, maybe in another continent. So there's, like, if you say something that's embarrassing, it's, like, this person will probably (laughs) never see you again. So, like, you're good. (laughs) That is so true. It's like, yeah, it's like, 
Okay, I don't. I oh, this sounds like such a dick dickish thing to say, but I might cut it out maybe. Um, but there are some conversations where like it's not very good, and so I'm like, ah, oh, it's like really really awkward. So I don't know if I want to put it out. So yeah. when I made the decision to um not release it, I'm like, there. You know, I don't really owe the person anything. <laughs> <laughs> It's like I was like, oh, you know, it was a nice conversation at that time, but it, there's not too much of a pressure to put it yeah. out. <laughs> so that's that's been fun. I'm glad that like New York has that culture of because if you met me when I was in Singapore, I, there was mm-hmm. no way in hell I would do this because <laughs> it's really hard to like talk to strangers back home. Mm-hmm. Um, but here, like, I don't know if you've been to New York City, but like. People here are very responsive to yeah. yeah. I've been a couple times, and mm. like even like when you go and get a, like someone from like a hot pretzel or like a hot dog stand, they're like they have like a you can have like a nice quick conversation. Yeah, like, like a food truck exactly. Yeah, so I don't know what it is like. People here are more willing to just make new friends. Like not even friends, just like wanting to connect with new people. Well, it's like one of the biggest cities ever. So it's like, you're probably going to meet like new people every day. True. Yeah. My my favorite opening is how do I get to this place? And then you realize <laughs> that the person's also a tourist. <laughs> <laughs> so you both get lost together. It's a nice feeling. <laughs> but what about like in Canada? So I've only been to Vancouver, but mm-hmm. it was there to visit a friend. So I don't really know much about the culture there. Like, are you guys also as open to do doing such interactions uh depends where you go because like canada is like it's very diverse depending on the place you go so like we have like the main hub of canada which is toronto Mm -hmm. yeah so that's like the big city it's like our new york basically so i think over there you would have those types of interactions but then we have like the suburbs or like the smaller cities like winnipeg and like Calgary like like Midwest kind of mm-hmm. and like over there you might like not find those conversations as often yeah and then you have like the super rural places where like anyone who you find will probably talk to you because they probably haven't seen anyone in days like <laughs> <laughs> are you wait which one which one are you in <laughs> I'm in the suburb but like you can find like the distance between Toronto and the rural you could go from Toronto to the rural area in like an hour like from from downtown Toronto to like a rural house in the middle of nowhere, you could drive for like an hour. Oh wow! Okay, that's a huge change. Like, yeah. I wonder, like, so what's the what's the like the vibe there around the area that you live in? Are people more closed off? Well, the area I live in is very like immigrant heavy, like including myself. Like, I'm not saying that for any re- yeah. like not for any reason, like. Like, even I would consider myself an immigrant, like, not ethnic Canadians. Mm-hmm. So, like, most people, when they come, they tend to stick with, like, their culture. So, like, if an Egyptian comes to Canada, they're going to stick with the Egyptians. And if, like, someone from India comes, they're going to, like, they're going to chill with the Indians. So, like, it's closed off in the sense that most people will mainly hang out inside their community. Do you like that? Like, so are a lot of your friends Egyptians? Well, yeah, because of that, a lot of my friends are Egyptians. But the thing is, that's only, like, outside of school. 
So like your family, friends, and who you meet with Thanksgiving is probably going to be a part of your culture. But when you go to school, it's like a, it's like a big mesh of everything. Like you'll have people from almost everywhere in the world, which yeah. I think is pretty cool. Oh, that's nice. Okay, so at least your friends in school are more diverse then. Yeah. I when I came here, I told myself that I really didn't wanna just hang out with Singaporeans here.、Mm-hmm. And then God probably heard me because <laughs> it turns out that my school is so non-internationally、um, diverse. <laughs> Like most of the people there are Americans, so I couldn't find a、yeah. single Singaporean or like Malaysian in my school. Like the closest was Philippines, which is kind of a good thing because I I do see some of my friends who go、um, who end up studying in another country, and they only hang out with you know Singaporeans, and I feel like it's like what's the point. Of yeah, you know, leaving your own country. So, I think it's just like a comfort level. <clears throat> Sorry, I think it's just like <laughs> it's、okay. a comfort comfort <laughs> level. Like you need, you want people like like even if language, like some people might not even speak English that well.、Mm-hmm. They need to speak with people who speak their their own language. So, when it comes down to making friends, like what what do you see in a friend? What What do you mean by that? Like,、uh, what's important to you when you're when you're making a new friend? Just the most important thing is like you vibe well. Like, I'm not gonna be friends with someone who like I have to be like stressed out to talk with them. Like, someone I can just be relaxed around. Yeah, I think first comedy. I mean, the comedy like humor. Yeah, is, is a big、important. thing for me. Same、mm-hmm. for you. Yeah, like I'm not like I wouldn't even consider myself that funny. Like compared to my <laughs> friends, like my friends are the ones making me laugh most of the time. But like、Aww. I guess they might feel that the other way around. Yeah, like, it's like it's like a back and forth. So I feel like that's what makes good friendships work out. And the ability to just insult them with no repercussions, <laughs> and like not take offense—that's a really big thing. That's the most important thing. Exactly, and I guess like honesty. Yeah. Do you feel like? As you grow older, you have like a pretty good bullshit meter. Yeah, I can I can tell when people are like, I can tell when people mean what they say and when like they're、mm-hmm. just BSing. And I like, like what's the point of even talking to me if you're just gonna BS like that? Like, yeah. So what do you think of this conversation so far? I'm curious. I mean, I've never like I'd say it's I'd say it's going all right, pretty good. I don't feel like it's been too awkward. Not many too awkward silences, but、uh, I feel like if we did meet in real life, we would get along well. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would agree with that. Yeah. So what do you, what what did you do today? Today. Mm-hmm. Well, I woke up. I I had my traditional breakfast of cereal and milk, and.、Okay. Uh, Very traditional. <laughs> and then I went on Reddit, and then I saw a post about a podcast, and then、uh, yeah. Oh my god, that's all. You, okay, that's, that's all I did. All you did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I know any like person of Egyptian culture,、mm-hmm. so I'm really curious. What is like your upbringing? 
Like, I know well, you were born in Canada and all, yeah. but, like, you know, I guess your parents are still very traditional. Yeah, so okay. there's two, two main different parts of Egyptian you can get. Okay. The, like, Egyptian is a majority Muslim country, mm-hmm. so you have that side of it. But in Canada, most Egyptians, at least in the area I live in, are Christian. So it's mm-hmm. like, it's, it, you might find some differences in, like, the way we not even like like the way we dress like you're gonna see like more hijabs in like another nation like if you have egyptians in america you're more likely to see a muslim egyptian than like a christian egyptian mm-hmm. so like we're we're raised like fairly conservatively like we speak arabic in the household and like oh, okay. although i'm like a disappointment for that but <laughs> yeah i can't read or write <laughs> it's it's well, you pick it's it too up, hard like- yeah, I think reading and writing is like the hardest part, but co- being able to hold a conversation in Arabic is the most important, right? Yeah, but then like my grandparents will always make fun of my accent because no. like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't speak it yeah. the way they do. So hey, You know, at least you got to, you are able to talk to your grandparents like fluently, right? I mean, there's some issues sometimes we need, like, my mom to translate or something. But, yeah, for the most part, it's pretty good. That's so good. Like, so my grandma passed away, but while she was alive, like, I, this is one thing that I kind of regret is that I never picked up the dialect that she spoke. And obviously, she doesn't speak English because she mm-hmm. came from China. So, like, when I'm thinking back to the conversations, we had, it's literally this, like, hey, grandma, have you eaten? yeah that's it like (laughs) that's like the most important thing have you eaten and are you like healthy that's it yeah yeah but it's nice that you get to to, are you close with your grandparents well uh i i only have one grandparent left and she lives with us so i'd say we're fairly close and what about like in terms of your parents you know apart from career dreams um i'd say I'd say I have a a fairly good relationship with my parents. Like, it's not like we, like I say, like I can tell my mom something or my parents something that, like I can tell my mom I snuck out or like I need to go out at like 11 p.m. I need to go get Tim Hortons or something. Well, you don't know what Tim Hortons is. It's like a, it's like Starbucks or something. Oh yeah, I love Tim Hortons. Oh, yeah. Because donuts, amazing. You have Tim Hortons in uh, New York? No, it's just that one time I went. Oh, yeah. To Vancouver. It's really um, good. I remember I got like the maple donut glaze or something. Mm-hmm. So good. And the coffee. Yeah, I miss it. It's it's so, if like I need to go out and like, like even I'll tell my mom, let's go out for ice cream. Midnight, one night, she'll, she'll be down. Like, I think oh, I get my spontaneous so nice. personality from her. So. Yeah. you Are they pretty young? Um, They're like early 40s okay yeah i mean that's that's pretty young actually like my parents are almost um 60 now oh yeah so Mm -hmm. it's a little older the age gap is a little bigger Mm -hmm. oh but that's so cool that i don't know if i can like get ice cream with i I can get a mcdonald's breakfast with my parents but (laughs) (laughs) anything past 11 yeah it's they're good (laughs) (laughs) like they'd rather just stay home and watch tv and stuff for me, if I 
was like okay can you tell your parents relationship stuff for example or like if you fight with a friend yeah i can oh that's so you cool couldn't. no <laughs> <laughs> i never talk about any of these things with my family but i should well i actually when it comes like friend stuff maybe but relationships is like no that's like part of the egyptian culture you're not allowed uh, there's a joke that goes like you're not allowed to date until you're married that's the same in, in, oh my god my friend was actually just telling me like in asian culture it's like um the parents will never acknowledge your boyfriend as your boyfriend they'll just call them a friend until you're married <laughs> <laughs> and it's like the most bizarre thing like how can you skip that stage you know but they'll always see you as your baby i guess that's why yes yeah, they don't want to <laughs> acknowledge that you've grown up yeah what about like in terms of saying i love you to my parents yeah i think like like we say like every day like it's just a normal word for us like it's not like something off limits yeah i don't say it (laughs) (laughs) at all yeah like i remember the last time i did it was um my mom's birthday but even then it was in writing or mother's day Mm -hmm. but i don't say it there's something wrong with me chris i well, don't know i think the only reason i'm comfortable saying it a lot is because my parents say it to me a lot oh so like it's easy for me if they say i love you i love you too like it's just natural that's true it's more yeah it's like whatever our parents do we what whatever they've established as like standard my mom has been saying it more i don't know if i should be worried but my dad <laughs> never says it <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that's why do you have um siblings i have one younger sister okay cool and you guys are tight um she's 10 so about oh. as tight as you could get with a 10 year old yeah yeah it gets a lot better when you guys are like you know 20 something do you have another other siblings other than the brother you mentioned or no it's just him and our age gap is like five years mm-hmm. so He's almost 30. So I feel like like when we were younger, I don't think we were as close as we are now. Yeah. And I guess it's because we're the stages of life, you know. It yeah. gets more aligned as you get older. It's not like I can go tell my 10-year-old sister, oh, I had <laughs> such a tough time with this friend because she did this or whatever. <laughs> like, she wouldn't understand. She's just trying to, like, watch YouTube videos in the corner or something. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, okay, what do 10-year-olds do these days? Like, TikTok? TikTok. Oh man. Um, you guys 17-year-olds are so into that. <laughs> I mean, I'd say some are more into it than others, but uh I mean I have it, but it's not like I would go on it like for 10 hours. Like I wouldn't even go on it every day. Like maybe mm-hmm. 10 10 minutes like a day, maybe just scroll on a bit and then get bored. So you're not really an internet guy. I am, but like not TikTok. I think mm. my favorite's probably like Twitter. Twitter. People still use that. Sorry? I'm, people still use Twitter cuz I'm only on Instagram. I am on Instagram, but like when I'm scrolling, I feel like Twitter, like most of like the good jokes and stuff, those come from Twitter. Oh. I follow it for like comedic purposes. Oh, okay, okay. Hmm. Maybe I should explore that too. Like I only made a Twitter because um okay, in the past when i was like 
I don't know, 15 or something or 14. <laughs> I had a Twitter account. And you got to laugh at the name. It's called London Tipton. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even believe I got that name. But anyway, it was London Tipton 96, I think. So embarrassed by that. But I'm sure you probably had some dumb... <laughs> dumb Everyone's <laughs> had like a dumb name at one point. Email name or something. Thank God I grew out of that. Well, actually, my Instagram is not that great either. But... <laughs> <laughs> So you think like people your age, they're mainly on Instagram or mm-hmm. is that like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know many of my friend groups who are on Twitter. I think like 90% is on uh, Instagram and TikTok. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's the same for me. I feel like Twitter most of the time gets grouped up with like Facebook. So if you're not spending a lot of your time on these ones, what, what do you, where do you spend most of your time on? You mean like online? No, just like in general. Well, senior year, I'm spending a lot of time on school, but mm-hmm. other than that, I like reading books. I like, uh, like I, I, pra- I play a sport pretty competitively, so I do training for that. What, what sport? Uh, squash. I okay. don't know if you Dang, know. I was like, hockey? <laughs> no, no. Hockey is a, it's one of those stereotypes. Like, I can name exactly. you, I can name like three hockey players to go to my school. That's it. It's the Canadians, like the white people, no yes. offense, like the white people who were born and raised here. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, like most of like the immigrants or people like me, like are not going to be really into hockey. I, I also think it's a lot more dangerous, I guess, compared to squash. I mean, I've had my fair share of bruises from, and hits <laughs> from squash. But yeah, hockey, I'm not going to dispute it. Hockey is a... Uh, it's not a safe sport. Stupid question. Is squash the one where you play with a wall? You're playing with another person, but yeah, there's a wall. <laughs> there's a wall. I get that no, because The only impression I have of squash is like, you know, those occasional scenes in movies where... Yeah, or like just, a TV show. Yeah, yeah, where they're just like training with a wall. So that's like... Yeah, I, that, that's kind of what it is, yeah. I've never ever like seen a competition. Maybe I will after this. Yeah, it's a, it's a niche sport. <laughs> Are you a nerd? <laughs> well, I only started reading, like, again, in quarantine. Like, mm. I decided, like, I used to read a lot when I was a kid. Like, when mm. I was, like, like six, seven years ago. But, like, I just stopped for some reason. Same. So, like, I picked up, like, a couple of books in quarantine and I, I got back into it. That's good. You sound like such a good kid. Like, <laughs> like any parent will be lucky to have you. You don't... Because, look... You could ease, just as easily be like, yeah, I got into drugs and alcohol because I have nothing better to do with my life during quarantine, you know? I mean, yeah, none of those <laughs> things ever appealed to me. But like a lot of, I'm, I'm like an outlier. Like most people my age do not think like me, I think. I agree. I mean, just like the last, I don't know how long we've been talking. You seem very, like on the straight and narrow. <laughs> Your, your parents must be like really proud of you. I mean, I guess. I mean, they still want me to be a doctor, but I mean, they oh. can't have it all. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's like, mom, at least I'm not doing drugs. Like, yeah, at least I'm not a drug addict. Time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Wait, so what are you reading? Um, right now, I'm reading a book called The Alchemist. Um, I don't know if you've heard of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By Paul... Paulo Coerso, something like that. I haven't read it before, but I had some friends that were like life-changing and then others are just like, eh. 
I'm fine. a couple of I'm like maybe like 40% through. Mm. I I think it's like I I haven't gotten to the life-changing part yet, but I'd say it's like the way he writes is like it's just like captivating. Like I don't want to put that book down. Just mm. like the way he writes and like the language he uses, it's like I can immerse myself in that world. I imagine when I'm going through a rough time, books are always the one that gets me out of it. Yeah, cuz it it's like you're just staring at a page of words but then you have like a whole world in your mind. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's not like a TV show or a movie cuz you're not limited by what you see cuz you create what you see in your own mind. It's like even I don't know, like a description of a person's face that could go a thousand ways in your imagination. And like right? each person who reads a book is probably like even though you're reading the exact same words you probably have completely different pictures of the book in your own heads. Yeah. That's why I prefer like books and music mm-hmm. to like movies and shows and stuff. Cuz yeah, the interpretation depends on what stage of uh, in life you're at. Yeah. Can go a long way. I I would love to know like you read this book now and then like maybe when you're 37 <laughs> talk again and then you read it again and like see how that changes are you going through like um i'm just trying to think during covid like what what have i been like thinking about i feel like there's a lot of time to like think about life in general i'll tell you one thing a lot of canadians have been thinking i mean no offense to you as an american mm-hmm. but we've all like whenever things get kind of bad here Mm-hmm. It's like at least we're not America. <laughs> no, I'm totally in that mindset. Like all my friends from Singapore are like that too. <laughs> yeah, everyone just looks at the US like, thank God we're not them. Yeah, it might get a whole lot worse soon, so. Mhm. You seem to be someone who's like really grateful. Like you don't take things for granted. I mean, I used to, but then like I feel like I've gone through stuff that's showed me like you shouldn't take stuff for granted. Are we going to dig into that? If you're down, I mean, I don't know if you want to get into that stuff, but uh Look, if there's one thing you should know about me, I love rabbit holes. <laughs> <laughs> like honestly, the okay, so the first episode that I did, I was just, you know, when you're starting out on a project, you don't really know where the boundaries are. Yeah. So I didn't know how to end the conversation so we just kept going. <laughs> Dude, it lasted for how I long? think 3 hours. 3 hours. And I felt so bad for the guy because he was in Japan at the time mm-hmm. and um it was probably like midnight his time <laughs> and I was like oh, oh no I'm so sorry but <laughs> look we got some good stuff out of it. So yes, I would love to to hear about your story. <laughs> okay, well Basically, I lost my father like four or five years ago. Okay, I'm sorry to hear that. It's uh, okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, what happens is like when you lose someone at a young age like that, especially, it just like those kind of things like change your whole outlook on life. Like I can remember certain times where like he'd ask me, hey, you want to go do something? And I'd be like, no, I want to play video games or something instead like a dumb kid. Mm-hmm. And, like, those kind of things, looking back, they just make you realize, like, we don't have any time. 
like people will tell you oh you're young you have lots of time but like you don't really have that much time when you think about it so like I just feel like I don't like taking time for granted anymore I'm sorry to hear that you had like such a big loss at such a young age my first real experience with death was mm-hmm. kind of recent also uh like obviously my grandma she passed away around the same like four or five years ago but I wasn't that close to her um mm-hmm. so it didn't like hit me as hard but the one thing that I experienced was one of my college friends actually passed away um in 2017 I think I'm sorry and, yeah but the thing is you now I want to know like what's your outlook on death because you talked about like life you understand that time is something that it's running out man we need to just make the best of it but did that change the way that you looked at death well before that I hadn't really experienced like any loss whatsoever like that was my first big loss and Mm -hmm. it's like death is like when you're a kid is something that like everyone just talks about like oh we're all gonna die someday or like oh this celebrity died but like you don't really understand what it means or like what it feels like to have to have someone die like you don't understand the meaning of that word until you experience it Mm -hmm. like it's one of those things that like until you actually have gone through it you'll never know what it feels like so you never used to fear death it, not not fear even like like understand it like it's just like one of those words out there that like oh this person died like as sad as it seems like you read in the news this person yeah. got shot and died in the hospital like you don't know them so like it's just like words on a paper when you've mm-hmm. actually gone through it and then you read like after you've gone through it the you can read that same news article and you can think about like his family and like how they've been dealing with it and those kind of things like you just, you don't really understand it until you've gone through it. When it happens to someone else that you don't know, it's just an event, right? Yeah. It's just something that happened and like life goes on and stuff. But like, yeah, when someone you love leaves your life and they're just not there anymore, fuck. Like, it's like your whole world is just different. It's like a con- like something that was constantly there. Yeah. It's, just, it's just removed. So now, so you had this big loss, like, do you, how do you understand death now? I mean, I feel like I I couldn't even, I couldn't even give you an answer for that because like, even to this day, it's like, do I, I don't even know if I really have under, like, (laughs) sorry, it's just, uh, it's hard to put in words. No, no, I, I understand that. Like, I don't know if like you're still in, still processing things i know it's like four or five years but everyone's on their own timeline like that could still be a really short time that's the worst thing when people the worst thing that's ever happened after a loss well other than the loss itself yeah is the people who just pity you and they just come and tell you oh it's gonna be okay and especially when my dad left and i was like i was like 13 and people were telling me oh you're the man of the house now you got to have all this responsibility and stuff. And it's like, it like crushes you. And it's like, I, I would have felt a lot better if some of those people, like people I barely even knew just had like left me alone. Maybe they had good intentions, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, I'm, 
Damn. Yeah, I, I'm just like trying to picture the pressure because it's not even the pressure of like processing things, but also trying to assure everyone around you that you're okay. Yeah, and it's, it's like, like oh, you don't even have time because people are telling you of all the new responsibilities you're gonna have and all the stuff you're gonna have to do, and like you're gonna have to take care of this now. And like, I'm still a kid. Like, I still need to have a childhood. Well, I I hope you. I know it's been years, but like I hope you were able to like block out that noise and just focus on getting yourself like back. Yeah, I think I was. Thank you. But how do you think、uh, your experience affected you? Yeah. So remember, I was saying like books helped me a lot when、mm-hmm. I when I go through stuff. Like、um, the one book and that helped me was this book called Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. Is it like that philosophy book, like the Emperor?、Uh, Stoicism, yeah. I've heard of it. I've never read it though. Oh, you you should pick it up. But the translation you should have, I think it's Gregory Hayes. That is the best translation. I need to confirm it though. I'll let you know.、Mm-hmm. But it's basically a book. Uh, written by the Roman Emperor Marcus Aurelius to like help him be centered while he was, you know, being busy being an emperor.、Mm-hmm. And I guess like the one thing that I learned was that when you experience pain, like go through it, but don't go out of your way to prolong it. Because I feel a lot of the times the things that we experience is from our own doing. If that makes sense. Yeah, like. It's our own guilt or our own.、Mm-hmm. It's our own feelings that make it worse. Yeah, exactly. We're making things worse for ourselves because we don't want to let go or something. Yeah. yeah. And then, specifically when it comes to death, my idea of it now is like it's an event, and being able to objectively see it. As it's a thing that happens, you know, it's not a good thing or a bad thing. Whatever connotation is like reattaching the meaning、mm-hmm. to it. So that actually helped me, not like move on, but accept things easy, I, more easily. Yeah. In my opinion, I don't think like moving on. I don't think is a good term because like if you really love someone, I don't like you can't really move on. True. Yeah. But like accepting it is like a better way to say it. Yeah, except yeah, exactly. Really, the person never leaves. You see them everywhere. Yeah, they're just in act in like your words and the things you read and the music that you listen to. They're not physically there, but they're there. Yeah. So that's pretty comforting, I think. I heard someone once say, like about death, is that death is not an event, but it's something that's ongoing. Like all of us. We're all dying as we speak. Like it's a pretty sad way to look at it, but it's just saying that like we're all dying as we speak, and like you gotta take advantage of the time you have before it's complete. That's really beautiful. Like that reminds me, you know that phrase, um, you never step into a river the same river twice. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like that, right? Like the person that you are. When you go into a train, it's not the same person that you are when you leave the train. There's always like a tiny something is always changing. Does that scare you? Like, well, actually, no, I I kind of see it as an opportunity in a way to be better. The change. Hmm. I feel like, like you said, I think it's a good thing that we're always changing. 
Like, and we're always adapting based on our previous experiences. Thanks for that. Like, mm. <laughs> because one thing I felt like during quarantine is that things have been pretty stagnant. Uh, I don't know about you, but stagnation is one of my biggest fears. So that's why maybe that's the whole impetus for doing this project. Because I'm just like, I cannot just stay around, like, sit around and do nothing. Yeah, like, sit around, <laughs> stare at the wall and keep mindlessly watching shows and stuff. Like, I need to find, like, a... Something. new experiences yeah i think everyone has a story to tell like what you just shared mm-hmm. and the more people we talk to i feel like the more it you you realize like i feel like people is everything you know yeah yeah that makes sense <laughs> it, it, i kind of does like everything around us is just based on other people what they've gone through what they've done yeah exactly do, like, is your, um, did that, like, affect your relationship with your mom? I mean, I, I think so, for sure. Like, I think, like, I told you we're pretty close, and I think that's what what made it that close. Like, even the I love you thing we were talking about, like, I can't even remember if that was that comment from before. But it's like, once it happens, it's like, you want to remind that person. I'm very lucky that both my parents are still here, but... I don't call them enough and like the one thing that like scares me a lot is like every time I FaceTime them I can see they're getting physically older yeah and then that just makes me think like like maybe I should go back sooner to Singapore yeah to Singapore because there's no way in how they're coming here (laughs) (laughs) they don't like the winter (laughs) I hope this was not like depressing (laughs) <laughs> nah, well it was good at it was, I'd say it's healthy to have both it's not good to always just pretend like everything's okay I'd like so much <laughs> to think about now after this conversation well that that was the whole point right I'm curious like when you said yes to doing this what was your expectation going into it I mean my expectation was maybe like an hour's distraction from my homework <laughs> Something, just, I don't know. I, I, I thought it would be a little more awkward, maybe, but because uh, I'm generally more of an awkward person. But uh, you don't seem like it. Well, I mean, that's the podcast effect for you. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true. I, yeah, maybe we met each other like on the street as strangers. We would never go this in depth into something. Yeah. But I'm glad that we did this. thank you it was of course it's it's a good idea thank you i know i have to let you go at some point but (laughs) if this episode ever sees the light of day is there anything that you would like to tell the five people listening (laughs) um any parting words any parting words uh well like we were talking about before everyone has their own story Mm-hmm. so just keep that in mind I don't know about you but I feel that you gotta be vulnerable and willing to put yourself out there and like just focus on being present with the other person if you want to have kind of like a special connection to make it meaningful to make it m- meaningful exactly yeah 
Otherwise, we're just two strangers talking about the weather or something. I don't know. Oh, that's all so boring. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, what, one thing this project taught me is like, you'll never get past that point, that superficial point, if you're not willing to just let your guard down and like be honest about things. Yeah. The only thing limiting us from connecting with others is the walls we put up. Yeah, that's so good. Is that from The Alchemist? <laughs> no, well, maybe there's something about that in there, but uh, I don't know. You should, you should like write. Do you write like poetry or something? I I write a little. I do some creative writing, like short stories and stuff. Oh, that's nice. I would love to see it if you ever put it out. Um, well, I'm one of those people who've, who like don't finish projects. <laughs> Like, I guess that comes in with, like, the spontaneous personality. Like, I'll be like, oh, I have a great idea. I'll write, like, like five pages, and then I'm, like, done. And then I'll start a new idea. So, like, I don't think I actually have any, like, finished stories, per se. Oh, that's me, too. Oh, man. <laughs> like, my projects are never finished. Okay, like, take guitar. I've been, like, getting back into it. I never finish a song because I get so um, hyped up about like a new song to learn. My my goal is to like actually learn a full song and be able to practice it. It's a lot easier said than done. I know. But I hope, you know, like we have so much, well, not for you maybe because you have school, but once you graduate or something, you have more free time to um, let your creativity run wild and commit to something you know maybe one day <laughs> yeah well so after this do you have your you're gonna go back into your schoolwork maybe i'll grab a snack and okay. then yeah maybe i'll yeah oh this was wonderful chris thank yeah, you thank for you. doing this this was me. a cool experience i appreciate it i'll let you thank know you. when it comes out yeah maybe mm-hmm. i'll want to listen to it and then feel some secondhand embarrassment or something <laughs> thank you thank you chris thank you. Thank Have you. a good one. Yeah, you too. Bye. Bye.